We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Positively Real Podcast. I'm your host and coach B. King. And yes, if you listened to episode last week, I am still sick. Now, I feel 100% better, but I still have this nasty cough and I'm still very stuffed up, um, but I do feel less foggy brain and tired. And I know I just have to continue to be patient and let this pass. Last week, I changed my whole entire week, which is not like me. That was really uncomfortable, but I know that's what I needed to do um, in order to not burn the candle, as they say, at both ends. And I had um, a wedding this past weekend too in Tubac, Arizona, which was amazing. But even that, I was scheduled to go on Thursday, but I decided to wait an extra night so I could have more rest. And then even when I was there, I'm usually involved in doing all the activities and I just laid low. Um, I rested a lot in the hotel room and I just chilled, which is not like me. Um, but I you know, knew that if I was to go like I usually do, I'd be feeling a lot worse today. So I actually feel better, even though I don't sound better. But you know what's so interesting is just surrendering. Like that was my whole thing last week. And I thought that I would be better by Monday and I'm not. And so I have to continue to keep surrendering just because last week I was like, okay, fine, I've surrendered. But now that it's Monday, things need to be going the way that I had planned. And that's not how it works. You have to keep surrendering. And today I had a phenomenal coaching call with a coach just giving me the space to look at how getting sick at this time is for me because I have a lot of plans in place and things that deadlines and things that need to get done for my business. And I have to be flexible realizing that it might not happen the way that I planned. And it's like that beautiful reminder of like the how. It's like, I know everything is going to get done. It's just not going to get done the way I think it's supposed to. And it's always like that constant reminder because I teach that all the time and I believe that. And then I forget that these like smaller instances, it also applies. So my work this morning, I just sat down and I journaled about how this is happening for me and what I'm learning from this experience of getting sick and changing my schedule and letting go of control and just being with how I'm feeling and knowing that I need to be more intentional about my speed because if I'm not, my body does it for me and I'm just continuing to tap into that. So anyway, that's where I'm at and I am so excited to record this episode because Friday is October 1st, which means we are entering the fourth quarter of the year. Can you believe it? Well, you better believe it because 2021 is coming to a close. How about that? So just even saying that, what does that make you feel like? Do you get excited? Are you getting kind of squirmy? What's going on when I ask you? how you feel when you think about 
2021 almost being done. Crazy, right? So today's episode is about your fourth quarter belief. And I want to talk about this in terms of your goal because I'm going to share a 90-day sprint method to achieving your goals because that's how I break goals down is into three to six month chunks. And with us entering this final quarter of the year, there is still plenty of time to make progress on your goal. I will repeat, there is still plenty of time to make progress on your goal. And the reason why I'm saying make progress and does necessarily achieve because you might not quote unquote achieve this goal depending on you know how much effort that you've put into it up until this point but you can continue to stay committed and make progress towards the big goal regardless of if you hit it by the end of the year or whenever you set the goal now if you're listening to this episode and you don't have a goal this is a beautiful time to create a goal to create something that doesn't exist for yourself yet It is not too late. And it's so interesting how our brains are like, "Ah, screw it. The year's almost over. Why even try? Thoughts like that are toxic and they are just not useful. So this episode is going to be dedicated to helping you create a mindset that is going to help you move in the direction that you want to go. And I call it fourth quarter belief because the first step to anything is understanding your thoughts and your beliefs about it. So if you write down, you know, the circumstance that October 1st is the beginning of the fourth quarter of the year and you look at your goal that you set, whenever you set it, and check in with where you're at on the progress of that goal. You know, sometimes if you're on track and you're more than 75% of the way there, you might have thoughts that feel good, right? You're like, I got this. I'm on track. But I found sometimes when we are on track, we like to slack off. Have you had that experience when you're like, I'm good. I don't need to be keep doing the things that have been getting these results. Like I'm cruising. And then all of a sudden you're further away from the goal because you stopped doing the thing. So you have to be careful about that too. So I just want you to take some time to check in with your belief about where you're currently at with your goals. Now, let's say you have gone all in one year goal. Maybe you have a goal that you just set recently and maybe you don't have a goal and you're going to set one today. And I have a whole program for you if you want help with goal coaching because I absolutely, it's like one of my favorite things to teach. But check in right now with where you're at. Are you on track If you're 75% of the way there, what kind of thoughts do you have about reaching this goal? Now, if you're less than 75 or you're like 25% or maybe just like 5%, your brain might decide to quit. Your brain might be like, why even bother, right? I'm I'm not there and I shouldn't have even tried, right? And when your brain goes to that way, think about how that makes you feel, most likely not great. And then you just want to push it aside because you just don't want to be uncomfortable by thinking that way. So this is the most important part when you're checking in with your goal is notice the beliefs you have about where you're currently at. Do you think it's possible to reach this goal? And if the answer is yes, ask yourself why. And if the answer is no, ask yourself why. Because sure, it's possible that you might not get to where you thought you would be 
But it's also possible that you could, and it's also possible that you can make your way there as long as you believe it is. You don't have to have any proof or evidence. You just have to believe that it's possible. And even if you don't think that it's possible, you can still have thoughts that are like, but yeah, wouldn't it be cool if this happens? And that can totally shift your energy. Now, one of the traps that our brain falls into is giving up. Sometimes we give up when the finish line is near. We get lazy, right? We've been putting in all this effort and we're like, oh, I don't want to work so hard anymore. And then other times we just give up because we think we're so far away from reaching the goal. And the easy thing to do is just walk away and quit, right? That's very obvious. And a lot of us do that. I'm guilty of that as well. But sometimes giving up is a little bit sneakier. And what I mean by that is sometimes we just keep going through the motions and we just kind of are like cruising through the goal, but we're not actually taking the steps to try something new, right? We just kind of keep doing what we're doing. And if we're not getting results, then what we're doing isn't working. But if we don't just stop and look at that, right? Reflect and be like, okay, well, what's working and what's not working? Let's do more of what's working and less of what's not. We also are giving up. But it seems like we're not because we're still going for it. But like in our mind, we've already decided it's not going to happen. So we're just going to continue to go through the motions. And that is really, really, really detrimental just to your growth in general. Because if you've gotten to this point with your goal and you aren't you know, 75% there, this is your opportunity to meet yourself where you're at. Check in. Look at what all of the progress or all the steps that you've taken. Look at your commitment. You know, if you're not where you want to be, instead of just pushing it off and ignoring it, use it as an opportunity to learn. See how you can continue to show up for yourself. Because if something's not working and you're at this fourth quarter, it's time to try something new. You know, I keep thinking of fourth quarter in a game. How many how many games have there been where there's one team that is up the whole entire time and then the fourth quarter rolls through and that team that's been behind all of a sudden turns it on and they end up winning the game. The fourth quarter is how you win the game. So instead of walking away and giving up, this is when you dig into your new strategies. This is when you dig into your resources. This is when you start doing something differently in order to get the results that you want, aka win. And this is go time. You know, if you go into the locker room and you're the team that's down, what do you think the coach is saying? Like, yeah, good effort. Might as well give up. It's like, no, there's a whole nother quarter. We got to go. It's go time. This is exciting, right? It gives you that rush. So the most important step in this first piece of checking in with your goals is understanding your beliefs about the fourth quarter. Do you think there's not enough time left? Or do you believe that there is plenty of time to make progress on your goal? Ooh, isn't that exciting? What's cool too is... You know, progress is important, but also like that commitment. Like, how committed are you to continuing to take steps towards this goal, to continue to show up for yourself, to try new things? That's what's going to get you closer to your goal. I think it's really important to recognize that, like, to get to your goal, you have to try new things. If something's not working, stop doing it. Try something different. And if that doesn't work, great. Stop doing that and try something else. That's the process. It is so amazing when I work with people and they just want to know how. They're like, tell me how to do this. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to tell you how because I don't know how you are going to do it. This is 
your goal. And if you take ownership, knowing that you don't need to know the how, but you're willing to try different avenues and see how it works, that is going to create way more sustainable changes than if someone hands you how to do something. And you know, everyone wants like that quick fix. They're like, I want it to happen right now. Like, I'm so excited about this goal. I can feel it. It's going to happen. Let's go. And they just get so hung up in the how and your brain just shuts off when you ask it how because it doesn't know. If you set a goal that you've never achieved before, your brain doesn't know. So don't worry about the how. Dial in to what's next, what's working. Do more of what's working, what's not working. Change it up. That's the way. That is the way, my friend. And it is so much more fun. So the next piece is checking in with your motivation. So first we have that fourth quarter belief. What are your thoughts, right? And then let's talk about motivation because I think motivation is one of those things that you I, people think they either have or they don't have. But what is motivation? Motivation is an emotion. And where do our emotions come from? Our thoughts. Yeah, that's what you said. I know it. So if you are not feeling motivated, then check in with what your thoughts are. Do a thought download. You know, process all of the you know, things that are going on in your head. If you're not feeling motivated, it's just because your thoughts aren't very motivating. You know, I love when we look at the thoughts and see why we're feeling a certain way and it just like makes sense and you connect the dots, which connects the dots to the actions, which connects the dots to the results. And it's just like this aha moment, right? So what kind of thoughts do you have like about your goal? Do you think you have to do this? Are you like, I have to do this. I just need to lose the weight or I need to start the business. I need this to happen. And if it doesn't, I don't know what that's going to mean about me, right? Like, woof, those thoughts are intense, right? Those thoughts are brutal because they don't create the result that you want, right? Because when you're thinking that way, how does that feel, right? It feels kind of desperate. It feels kind of urgent, all of the things. So the interesting thing about that, the motivation, is that's one side of the spectrum. Now, the other side of the spectrum, right, like we go into this black or white binary, is thinking, screw it. (laughs) I'm not even close. Why even bother? It doesn't matter. Oof. Have you had those thoughts before? Yeah. How do those thoughts feel? They feel terrible. And guess what? That just is a dream killer. So sometimes we find ourselves on one end of the spectrum, like I have to do this, like I'm putting all of it into it and that creates a desperate energy, right? A desperate emotion. And then the who cares, screw it, it doesn't matter, creates apathy. And neither of those emotions are gonna drive you into action. So if you want to have a specific kind of motivation, you have to be very intentional with how you're thinking about your goal. And I find that when people take it so serious, when people are like, oh my God, this has to happen, or else what we fall into is this trap of it's not going to work. We get into a downward spiral of thinking and we take it just a little too serious. So I have found that the more light and the more fun I can have, the better it feels to achieve the goal. So thinking of like, okay, well, you know, maybe it might not happen, but maybe it might. And also thinking, I'm excited to see how this works out. I like, wouldn't it be fun 
if I do it or if I put myself out there and I try something new and I learn from it. Like that's really, that can be really fun. I like to ask myself, like, how can I enjoy this? How can I have fun with it? How can I get creative? Let's get creative. Let's see what I'm capable of doing. You know, those types of thoughts are going to create a different type of energy and that's going to have you taking a different kind of action. So that's the next step. I want you to think about motivation and write down a bunch of thoughts that are going to help you feel motivated towards either creating a goal or making progress or making a new commitment towards this goal before the end of the year. Because the next thing that creeps in is like, well, what if I fail? And what's so fascinating about failure, and I did a whole episode about failure that I'll link in the show notes of what holds us back. So make sure you listen to that episode if you're kind of stuck in that fear of failure space. Um, The only way you truly fail is if you give up and don't even try that's failure. If you don't learn from the steps that you're taking, that's failure. Okay. And you can think, what if I fail? Like that's a normal thought to have, but also like, what if I don't fail? And if I do fail, it's okay because at least I showed up. Like I can put my head on the pillow and feel really proud of myself for showing up, for going for it. And that light, playful energy takes the pressure off, right? It takes that desperation off. It takes the, it moves the apathy. You're just like enjoying the process. And when you can enjoy the process, it will change everything for you. So the first thing is I want you to check in with your fourth quarter beliefs. Like, do you believe there's not enough time? Are you giving up on yourself? Are you walking away? Are you just going through the motions? And then I want you to check in with your motivation. What kind of thoughts do you have that are going to create motivation? Because once you find the thoughts and you continue to feel motivated and determined, you are going to get results no matter what. Like that is just how it happens. You found your secret sauce. Sometimes you come up with a thought and you're like, I just feel like this isn't true, right? I feel like it's delusional. But here's the deal. All thoughts are delusional. So even if you have a thought of like, I'm capable of anything, that's delusional. If you have a thought, I'm just not consistent or patient enough to get it done, that's delusional. They're all delusional because no thoughts are true. They're just thoughts. They don't mean anything until you decide they mean something. So what really helps when creating new thoughts, even if the ones you don't believe yet, is something I call ladder thoughts. When you just think of like something to ladder where you currently are to where you want to be. So maybe like I'm seeking evidence of how I can have fun, you know, creating results or I am excited to see how this plays out or even um, I'm starting to believe that I can reach this goal. And just like those little tiny changes can make a huge difference in you taking action towards your goals or not. So I want you to keep that in mind is even if you try on a new thought and you're like, yeah, totally. And you feel like you're bullshitting yourself. Just stick with it. If you only think it once or twice versus how many times you've thought the not useful thought, it's not even a fair comparison. And that happens a lot with thought work is like you're going up against a long time of thinking a certain way. And all of a sudden you come up with a new thought. And of course it doesn't feel true yet. You believe the other thought, but no thoughts are true until you accept them to be true. So you might as well believe and lean into something that's going to help you produce amazing results in your life instead of just 
staying the same because we hate staying the same. Even though it's comfortable, like we hate staying the same. Being stagnant, ooh, it's the worst. And even if you can't put your finger on it, chances are if you've been staying the same and you like want something else, it's because human beings are meant to grow and evolve. So those are the first two things that I would love for you to do um, before you hop into the 90-day sprint method to crush your goals. So I'm going to shift gears a little bit and walk you through the 90-day sprint and how you can kind of revamp where you're at in order to get closer to where you want to go. So the 90-day sprint is a goal planning method that's going to have you reaching your goals in no time. The beautiful thing is like we set a big goal and we're like, oh my gosh, how is this going to happen? And then we shut down. The 90-day sprint method makes it possible to break the big goal down into smaller manageable chunks. So this is going to help you get massive results in your life because you get to determine your baseline and what the threshold is. And by doing so, you get to define your success, no one else, like you define your success criteria. And then by doing that, you work backwards, you reverse engineer it to make a detailed plan to get to the result. So the first thing that I want you to recognize is that you have to meet yourself where you're at. So I want you to just look at one goal that you set or maybe a goal that you want to set for the rest of the year. And we're just going to focus on one area. I know a lot of times people are like, you can choose three goals, two goals. You're just going to do one because if you're not you know, cruising through your goals right now, why add more? Just get really good at focusing on one at a time. So where are you right now? Step one, grab a piece of paper, come back to this episode and spend the time writing down where are you right now? This is going to determine your baseline. Where are you in this area? So maybe it's a health goal. Maybe it's a business goal. Maybe it's a habitual goal, something, a goal, a habit that you want to create. This baseline determines your current threshold. So in order to improve in this specific area, you have to have a threshold to judge it by. So the threshold is the point that must be exceeded to begin producing a given effect or result or to elicit a response. So this basically means that you have to understand that you need to know like where you're at in order to start producing a result. So meet yourself where you're at. And that's what we did. The first part of this episode is checking in with your motivation and checking in with what your beliefs are about the fourth quarter. Like, are you stoked about the last quarter of the year or have you given up already? Basically. So the next thing that I want you to do is decide what success means to you in this area. How are you going to measure your success? So with any goal, it needs to be measurable and it needs to be specific. You know, smart goal setting is great, but like really those are the two most important parts of smart goal setting is measurable and statistic or (laughs) specific. How will you know you've reached the goal? You want this to be super duper, 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 duper clear. So how are you going to measure your success? And so once we have that, we're going to create what that goal looks like. So 
uh, template for that would be by the end of, you know, or by December 31st, 2021, I will have created or completed blank. I will know that I have reached this goal because of blank. So the blank is the result, right? That is something that is specific. And then the last piece is how you're going to measure it. So let's say you want to lose 30 pounds by the end of the year. So by the end of the year, by December 31st, 2021, I will have lost 30 pounds. I will know I am there because the scale will weigh blank. Like that's a very easy example. And it doesn't have to be weight. Obviously, it could be something else. It could be a podcast. By the end, by December 31st, 2021, I will have launched and created a podcast. I will know that I am done because it will be on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Like 90 days is the perfect amount of time to launch a podcast, my friend. So if you've been wanting to do that, this is your little nudge. So once you have the specific goal and you've written down your success criteria, then you're going to make your plan. So what's important to making your plan is looking at the success criteria and seeing how you can break it down. So if you're trying to lose weight, then maybe it would be weighing yourself or maybe it would be taking progress photos. And maybe you would do that every single week to record your measurements or something like that. So you want to break this down into small, 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 small steps. So at the end of each week, you know exactly where you're supposed to be. And then when you start creating your detailed plan, you want to take immediate action. So you want to start taking massive action because in the 90 days, like you want to stay super focused and constrained on this one thing. And when you do that and you stay focused on this one thing, magic happens. Magic. I swear to God, like constraint, focus, commitment, it will change everything. So the thing about the plan is staying Focus on the goal, but don't be attached to how you're going to get there. You can write a beautiful plan, but it most likely will change and that's okay as long as you continue to take steps forward. So the next step to writing your plan is I just want you to brainstorm everything that would need to get done in order to make this goal a reality. I want you to write this down and just dump it all out. Just take a guess. Even if you don't know, you don't have to know. Just write it down. You're not allowed to say, I don't know. In fact, if you write, I don't know, and cross it out and say, I'm going to figure this out by asking blank, or this is who I need to talk to to find this answer. So instead of just, I don't know, which blocks your inner wisdom, you are going to get creative on how you're going to find the answer. So you're going to brainstorm it all out, brain dump it, and then you can start organizing it and putting it in order of importance and of outcomes. So by doing this, you are creating the path to reach your goal. Now, the thing is you just have to continue to show up. So if you've been doing something a certain way and it's not working, it's time to get creative and try something new. Don't keep doing things that don't work. Get creative. See who you can ask. See how you can dig a little bit deeper and find the answer from within you. Instead of waiting for someone, find it within yourself. You actually have the answer, my friend. 
It is true. Don't look outside of yourself for it. You have the answer. You have the skill. You have the ability to dig inside and ask yourself what's next and know that no matter what happens, you're going to be okay. Even if you fall on your face and it doesn't work the way you think it's going to, it's going to be okay. I promise you that. So once you write out your brain dump and then you start to organize it, what's going to happen is that plan is just going to live there wherever you wrote it down unless you schedule it and put it on your calendar. If you don't schedule it, it is not going to happen. Make the time to do this. This is tedious, but your brain isn't going to want to do it. But trust me, this is so, so, so important. So let's say you, you know, we have that goal of losing the weight. That is going to require you food, keeping a food journal every single day. That's also going to require you to meal prep. It's going to require you to order the food, go grocery shopping. So it's not just like, oh, it's just going to happen. You have to plan for it. There's going to be holidays that come up. There's going to be different occasions. How are you going to plan for that in order to stay on that goal to lose the weight by the end of the year? There's going to be a lot more drinking. How are you going to monitor your drinking? Like, There's just so many things that you want to plan for that you put in your calendar to do so. And your brain's not going to want to do this. It's just going to want to jump into the goal. And that's not how you sustain it. You have to schedule the time. And that also might mean scheduling time at the end of the week to reflect and see what worked and what didn't work. If this is important enough to you, you will do this. And the next piece is not making exceptions. If you do make an exception, it has to be very compelling. You know, if you have a plan to launch a podcast and then you're traveling a bunch and you don't have time to sit down and record the content, then you might need to adjust what that success criteria looks like. So maybe it's not launching it by the end of the year, but maybe it's having, you know, the episodes planned out and the introduction teaser scheduled and and out there into the ethers. Like that is a possibility too. So you just have to look and see like what ex- exceptions that you would need to make and then make the adjustments that are necessary. Because if you just go in and be like, yeah, I'm going to set this goal and but I have all these things that are coming up and all this stuff that's going to ultimately be an obstacle, then I have to, you have to make those adjustments. And that leads into the last part is planning for obstacles, not seeking them out, but planning for the obstacles and then creating the strategies around it. Because if you can plan for an obstacle, which let me tell you, there will be plenty and you already have a strategy in place, it's not an obstacle anymore. It now becomes an action step in the bigger plan. So if you are trying to lose weight and you know there's going to be a lot of holiday parties, or if your goal is to lose 30 pounds and there's going to be a lot of holiday parties, that means you have to plan ahead of time. Maybe that means that you eat a meal before. Maybe that means that you ask the host what kind of food there is. Maybe you bring, it's a potluck, you bring a dish that that you created that you know is within your plan. There's so many options. Sometimes we get so tunnel vision, but when you take yourself out of it and you start getting creative, it's so much easier to reach that goal. So don't seek out the obstacles. They will find you, but plan for them. So that's the last piece is don't make exceptions create a strategy around the obstacles that are going to come up. And if you do this, your goal will be realized in no time. Trust me. Trust me on this. It works. It 
works. I promise you it works. It's the pro- it's the process that I use with myself. It's a process that I use with my clients. It is so powerful to take the steps to do this and the results come back tenfold. Now, the, the last piece that I didn't mention earlier that is really, really important is there's two things. One, going back to your goal, right, your 90-day goal, Q4 goal, I want you to check in. Why? Why will you do this no matter what? And why is reaching this goal important to you? And I wouldn't stop with just the first why. I would dig into it. I want you to ask yourself why at least five times. I want this to be so connected to you at your heart center that you're just going to do it no matter what. No matter what brain drama comes up, no matter what gets in your way, you are so connected and it's so compelling. It's going to continue to move you forward. It's going to continue to move you forward. Now, if your goal is so you can be happier, I'm going to burst your bubble. There is no more happiness that you can create than in this moment right now. If you think the thing is going to make you happier, you are going to be wildly disappointed, my friend. If you want to be happy, you can choose to be happy now, not wait for it to be at a later date. Let me tell you, your happiness comes from your thoughts, and it doesn't mean that you need to be happy all the time. It just means that you have the power to change your state of being at any given moment by choosing thoughts. If you're putting off your happiness to a later date and you think achieving or reaching a certain goal is going to make you happier, it's not. I'm going to tell you that right now. It's not. And I know you've experienced that before because we've all reached that goal and we just, we feel excited and happy for a moment, but then it wears off. Why? Because our thoughts change. So don't think that you're going to be any happier than you are now. So if your why to reaching the goal by the end of the year is to feel happier, then dig a little bit deeper. Dig a little bit deeper. All right, my friend. So that is where we're at. Okay. Fourth quarter. It's go time. This is an exciting time in your life. You get to define what success looks like for you. And you have a choice. You can either give up, right? You can keep just going through the motions that have gotten you to this place, or you can try something new. And if you fail and you fall flat on your face, amazing. That is a huge success. I heard this the other day that success and failure live in the same neighborhood. So if you're not failing, then you're not even in the neighborhood of success. So it's okay if you fail. In fact, embrace the failure. Go back to the episode that I recorded about fear of failure and see if that kind of helps change your relationship with failure. Because if you can really push through the brain drama around it, you're going to create incredible results in your life. And I know you listen to this episode or just my podcast in general because you want to create amazing results in your life. All right, my friend, I would love to know what your 90-day goal is. Please send me a message on Instagram. Tag me in this episode with what your 90-day goal is so I can support you and cheer you on. And I've also created a masterclass about 
why you aren't taking action. So if you want to get clear on that, that's coming out. So be on the lookout. Make sure you are signed up for my text messages because I'm going to let my community know first when things are going live. If you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, what are you waiting for? Training is starting next week. Every single week, I will be going live answering your questions, all things about mindset. And it's specifically for my high achievers that are just so sick of achieving based off of what everyone else has told them that is meant that's important for achieving and wants to start achieving based off of what they want. They want to live a purpose-driven life. And that is exactly who I love helping because you take that high achieving energy and you turn it inward. Incredible things happen, my friend. All right. That's all I got for you. Looking forward to seeing that 90 day goal. Let me know if you have any questions. I look forward to continuing to grow with you. We got some big things coming up over here and I can't wait to share it with you. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day. And remember to love yourself, own your happiness and let your light shine because you're so worthy of it, my friend. Until next time.